You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9 through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey. Welcome to another edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast. I'm Sandy, and I am with Managing Editor Rachel Adams. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Sandy. And we are just back from Natural Products Expo West 2019, and we are going to cover the trends that Rachel saw on the show floor. Woo! <laughs> you can tell she's super excited to talk about it. I don't think anyone else has wooed, so we're already off to a great start. Uh I don't really know how to make a good transition, so oat milk. (laughs) Oat milk. What? what? (laughs) Okay. Or oat, M-Y-L-K, or oat beverage. All of the oats. So I basically just saw a ton of oat milk on the show floor, and I don't recall ever trying oat milk before um, this particular show. So I'm just going to run through some of the examples that I saw. Um, And then there was one company that I thought was actually pretty innovative. I thought their product stood out, and I was surprised by the company. And I'm going to save them for last in my list of oat milk products. Teaser. So um, Silk launched in January. It didn't launch at the show. It's Oat Yeah Oat Milk um, in three flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and plain. Uh, There's a company called Planet Oat, which launched four oat milk products, um, original, vanilla, extra creamy, and dark chocolate company was uh, pretty cool they had a mission to create milk for all um i also saw milk which is a company that makes and sells different kinds of nut malks in general um they had almond milk almond milk pecan milk and cashew milk but they launched an oat milk also Uh, there was a company called atoka which is a new brand um, that launched a product line actually really cool interesting product line that wasn't exclusive to oat milk the line features essentially four different blends of herbals um, and adaptogens, and then they offer those four blends in three different products. So they offer wellness shots, they offer tea, and they offer oat milks. Pretty interesting, pretty cool. And then Nestle also uh, was featuring four recently launched products as part of its Natural uh, Bliss product line, and one of those was an oat milk creamer. And then as well, they launched two plant-based half-and-half products, almond milk and coconut cream varieties. Awesome. Yeah. So I've got some, but you're going to save yours still? No, I can share what my, my final, like my exciting one was. Yeah, your exciting one. Do my it. Ex- exciting, I've really built it up now. It's probably not actually that exciting. But um, I almost, I was I was talking to Sandy previously earlier today, and I was saying that when I saw this company on the show floor, I almost didn't stop to, to talk to them um, because... I just kind of thought, oh, noted another oat milk. Um, It's Quaker, Quaker oat beverage. Did you happen to stop by their booth? I did. Quaker's on my list. Oh, what? Do you want want to talk about Quaker then? Uh, No, go ahead. So what I thought was really cool, did you like stop and talk to them and stuff? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, so what I thought was really cool is their oat beverage carries a heart-healthy claim. Um, That's because their product contains 0.75 grams of soluble fiber from oat bran. And what's even cooler is they actually use a proprietary patented process to make their oat milk um, essentially it's it's made using a byproduct of their rolled oats so they actually take like the powder residue from when they roll their oats for their other products and use it to create their oat milk versus just soaking oats in water to make oat milk 
so they actually use whole grains uh, in their product, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, so then they've got the, the health claim already approved for their other oat products. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was notable about Quaker is that they don't call it an oat milk. Mm-hmm. They call it an oat beverage um, because, as we know, that there has been some uproar over the plant-based milk uh, claims. Um, is it actually milk? Can you call it milk if it's not dairy? Some dairy, some cow milk producers are upset by that. So, I, you know, they're very clear to, mm-hmm. to stay away from the oat milk. On the milk, uh, <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> just add something fun that um, I saw an article from Slate recently that reminded me that milk was actually featured in a Simpsons episode. But it was oh, in, really? It was in 1995 where um, the, the, the PTO or the PTA disbanded and um, they didn't have enough money for milk so they they had milk with vitamin r <laughs> so milk actually does not have oh, vitamin man. r but uh anyway i thought that was fun and has nothing to do with the company but that is fun. fun like that is fun and i was hoping that it had something to do with the company that'd be pretty cool yeah um so oats i also saw silk um as you noted there were oat milks with a lot of coffee companies i saw mm-hmm. were using coffee flavored in oat milks as it's one of their varieties mm-hmm. um like La Colombie coffee had one specifically. Cold brew coffee was another trend I saw. Um, but sticking with oats, Oats Overnight was a, a company that wasn't, it wasn't a milk beverage, but it was a, you know, you add, but you do add your favorite milk, M-Y-L-K is how they put <laughs> it on the label. Um, you just add milk overnight and then you have oats in the morning. So that's another trend that we're seeing. And uh, I, I'll just briefly mention the coffee that I saw. I'll, uh, I'll uh, go into there that because I saw so much coffee. I'm not sure if you saw it on the show floor very much, um, but I don't drink coffee, but I'm sure all of these are delicious. I didn't try them because I, I know I won't like it, but um, Dannon had a cold, a cafe stone cold brew, dairy-free, soy-free, 20 grams of protein. I'm not exactly sure what that, maybe that was oat milk, but I'm not sure I didn't get that down. Illy had an unsweetened cafe and non-GMO variety of coffee. Uh, was, there was another version with beet sugar, and it's an ready-to-drink. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret Squirrel had a cold brew coffee. And Vega, the plant-based protein or the plant-based energy sports nutrition company, had a, a protein and energy cold brew flavor, and it had three grams of MCT oil. Uh, and it's a it's a powder, so they got MCT oil in a powder, which I think was interesting. Um, it also has ashwagandha, turmeric, coconut, um, and the ca- and there's caffeine from coffee berry and matcha. So uh, mm. lots of uh, coffee flavored. Yeah, um, and lots of like functional coffee. It sounds like yes, yes. See, I'm kind of a like plain Jane when it comes to my coffee, and I actually found a company that I thought was pretty cool. They had a method. It's called Verve Coffee Roasters, I believe was the name of the company. And they have a method they call flash brewing, which I'd never heard before. Um, maybe that's not a new thing, but uh, they launched two new flavors. They already had one like original and they had launched a decaf and then a, a different flavor of coffee. But essentially um, there, it was just plain coffee in the can, but it was flash brewed. So they brewed it hot and then they like f- made it cold really quickly right and then they infused it with nitrogen and then they served it in a can and they i actually took a sample and i drank it and it was it was really good for not being sweet or anything it was good that's so. interesting that you bring up flash brewed because i also had not heard that before but thought maybe um 
I don't know that it had been around, and I just hadn't heard it. But Nest Tea had was featuring their Flash Brewed Tea, oh. uh, and I also asked, was like, what's what's the deal with Flash Brewed? And um, I asked how it compared to other types of brewing, but they I, I, they didn't have the food scientists on hand to talk to me about it. But uh, they were, but it said right on the label, the front of the package, like Flash Brewed. So interesting. I wonder, calling out. I wonder if we'll start seeing more of that. Uh, this company, what they were telling me is was the benefit is, you know, the heat is what essentially is, is extracts the flavor from the coffee or from the tea. And so there's this huge trend of cold brew and sometimes like the flavor. I mean, some, a lot of people love cold brew coffee. I like cold brew coffee. I don't like I said, I'm kind of a classic coffee. Um, so it's not my favorite, but they were talking about how sometimes the flavor isn't as full bodied. So maybe mm. that's this idea of flash brew is extract it and then make it cold. Interesting. Um, I do have a quick question for you before we like move too far past oats. Okay. Okay. Oats. Back to oats. <laughs> did you try the oat milks? I did. They're good. They are good. They are very good. I thought it tasted the most similar to like standard milk compared to any like plant-based option that I've tried. Yeah. I just wanted to know. I was just curious. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with oats. Yeah. So speaking of plant-based options, you wanted to cover some other dairy-free uh, things that you saw beyond oats. Right. So I saw a trend of probiotic products for dairy-free consumers, essentially like dairy alternative products. Um, One of them was Lifeway, which is a company um, that is kind of known for their kefir products, which also I heard kefir pronounced more ways than I've ever heard before at the show. Kefir. Kefir. There was another one. But I just thought I would note that in case anyone has any feedback on how to pronounce kefir. (laughs) I think you're doing great. Thank you, Sandy. Um, but they launched a dairy-free, plantiful, probiotic, plant-based drink in four varieties, natural, coconut, vanilla, mixed berry, and tropical fruit. It uh, contains 10 live probiotic cultures. They're certified organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, um, and they're essentially pea protein-based beverages sweetened with organic cane sugar. Another company, um, Follow Your Heart, launch dairy-free yogurt with probiotic cultures. Uh, Their coconut-based products offer 1 billion live probiotic cultures. And then Califia Farms launched probiotic dairy-free drinkable yogurts. These are actually a Nexty finalist as well in the category Best New Products Supporting a Healthy Microbiome. Um, They're a plant-based blend of almond, coconut, and oat milks, and they contain 10 billion live active probiotic CFUs. So a lot of those products that you mentioned, I I heard... The word coconut. So that's another trend that I want to I want to capture. So Zola had a sparkling coconut water with green tea for energy, and this thing was it was so delicious. I grabbed it and had it with my lunch. They had, were giving out cans, um, so it was really cool. Because I am not a sparkling water person. I'm not. I like sti- when I go to fancy restaurants, I ask for still water. But this it was really really sweet and delicious, and it had that that green tea that I, mm. I love because I love tea. Uh, another uh, coconut product was chocolate protein from Zico, um, and the, this had it had a coconut cream added Ooh, to it, and chocolate and pea protein. So it's like good fat protein chocolate. It was delicious. It was so so good. Healthy indulgence. Yes. Um, Silk was also uh, promoting their coconut milk along with their almond or their oat milk that we talked about earlier. And then this really cool product I saw, E-Nature had organic bread crumbs made with, without any bread, uh, but it was made with coconut, turmeric, um, and, and on like the, the package it said, no coconut taste. 
So, well, uh, that's interesting. But they really, I, you, I, can, I think it's interesting they had to call out to their consumers like this actually is just like breadcrumbs. Did you try it? I did not. Oh. Uh, they weren't they weren't sampling that, but I and I didn't want to be like, could you open this so I could try it? Um, I just noticed it in their booth. Man, bummer, because now I'm curious. Right? Super, I want to know. But it really cool. has no coconut taste. So a lot of people don't eat the bread uh, because you know they have digestive problems, mm-hmm. um, and of course we had a lot of products on the show floor addressing digestive issues in the microbiome in, in general. So what did you see there? So. I saw a couple of interesting things, uh, basically products that are intended to support the microbiome, but are expanding beyond just gut microbiome and beyond probiotics, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, so one of the products I'm going to talk about is not actually launched yet. I was uh, I met with Paul Schulich, who was the founder of New Chapter, which is a specialty supplements brand, um, and he's in the process of launching a different product line called For the Biome. Um, and it's basically a line of topical products um, like serums. There's a powder cleanser and mask. There's sprays and body oil. Um, and they're all formulated with herbals basically to support the skin's biome. Interesting. Yeah, which I thought was super interesting. Another really cool product was actually a winner of a Nexty um, in the category of best new product supporting a healthy microbiome. And it was called Counterculture was the brand. And the product is its all-purpose non-toxic cleaner. Uh, So this is a plant and probiotic-based cleaning product uh, that basically has the angle of like we're not trying to actually kill bacteria. We're like fighting bacteria with bacteria. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting product. So... Essentially, you, you spray this product and, and it creates an, a bacteria environment in, in your home. So if you're going to spray it on your counter, for example, mm-hmm. and you can spray it anywhere. Um, it was kind of cool. I actually got to meet with the founder and I recorded a podcast with our with the founder. So stay, stay tuned because <laughs> she probably talks a lot more eloquently about this than I will. But I can give a, a rundown. So it's really cool. You spray it on whatever surface and it basically helps to encourage a different bacterial environment that discourages unhealthy or potentially dangerous bacteria from surviving and what i thought was like really cool about this product is it's just a very different approach to cleaning so whereas you would use like an antibacterial like a standard antibacterial spray let's say you were cooking with chicken or maybe eggs or something that might can you know is associated with bacteria like salmonella um you would, you know, you might spray your countertop after you cook with chicken or something like that to make sure that you're getting rid of that bacteria. This product, you would spray, you would use it basically every day so that you're encouraging this bacteria environment to grow that would then prohibit other, other bacteria from surviving. So it's almost like supplementing with a That's cleaner. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. And they have other products too, like um, a yoga mat spray. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a like a air freshener spray, really just a neat and interesting concept that looks at like supporting your microbiome from a different perspective. That is really interesting. And I look forward to that podcast. Yeah. So is there any, anything else you want to talk about? Any like cool, interesting product that you saw? Well, I do want to touch on keto a little bit. Oh, keto. Because keto was a big one that I saw. I don't know. Did you happen to catch any cool keto stuff? 
I did not see a lot of cool keto stuff. Okay, well, I have a, I have quite a few. So good. I'll sit <laughs> so, back. Um, so one of them, there's not really any particular order here. These are just some uh, interesting products I saw. So there's a brand called Impact, which is a woman-owned brand, a really cool business too. Um, they do a lot of work um, with women and supporting women and how they operate um, and just in how they invest their resources. Um, but they launched a product called guiltless quickies which are intended to be they call them a superfood bites they're little snack products i tried them they're very good they remind me of like a cookie dough bite Mm -hmm. Um, but they're marketed as keto friendly with only two grams of sugar eight grams of fiber 11 grams of fat and then they have mcts from chia Um, i saw a couple of supplement products from a company called uh, ground based nutrition they launched a keto fit protein powder what i find pretty interesting about this is that it's actually a plant-based protein powder um with just two grams of carbs uh, 15 grams of protein from pea protein pumpkin protein and quinoa protein 15 grams of fat uh, from mcts uh, including organic coconut oil and avocado oil they include the ingredient aquamen for trace minerals um and then they also have a thermogenic and glucose management blend of um herbals so cinnamon turmeric root ginger root baobab fruit yeah they launched another product also an mct powder mct oil powder that contains c8 medium chain triglycerides apparently there are different lengths of triglycerides and c8 would be a shorter mct um, that offers faster uptake by the body and increases ketones for better fat burn Mm. now i would need to confirm the research on that but that was what they were telling me and what their product uh, has marketed so i thought that was interesting yeah smart baking company was a finalist another nexty finalist um in the category best new special diet food for its cinnamon smart cakes um which are just like i i actually also recorded a podcast interview with this company and i told them i was like i feel like these should be called magic cakes (laughs) Magic cakes. <laughs> Magic cakes. Because they're kind of insane. Let me explain. Uh, so each one has 38 calories. They kind of like a little muffin. Um, they have 5 grams of fiber, 4 grams of protein, no sugar or starch. They're gluten-free, wheat-free, diabetic, and keto-friendly. So they are marketed as keto um, and non-GMO. They also have an FDA-approved designation as a healthy cake. And apparently... I didn't know one. that was a designation. Th- but okay. That that is something that apparently they only have. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, but they they just they just taste really good for not having any sugar, for being gluten free. It's, it's like I said, magic. Magic. <laughs> but we do talk a little bit about formulation in the podcast. So if you're curious, stay tuned. Oh, all these teasers. <laughs> I know. Um, so then another company called Lesser Evil recently launched egg white curls, which sound a little bit interesting. Yeah, when you just say it, but they essentially look almost like a, they're like a snack food and look almost like a puff Cheeto kind of thing, mm-hmm. but minus the really vibrant orange. Um, and they're made with cage-free egg whites and cassava flour. They they have six grams of protein per serving. They're grain-free, keto-friendly. They have pretty neat branding. They have a little guru guy that's on all their products. They have a whole line of other products. He's flexing? Yeah. So in this one, he's flexing because he's like their little keto muscle protein support product. So he looks all buff in in their egg white curls. And then just kind of an interesting side note is um, pork rinds. I don't know if you noticed any pork rinds, but 
<laughs> I did not, but well, I saw I saw a few different pork rinds, but I specifically met and talked with one company called Southern Small Batch Recipe. They launched two new flavors of pork rinds, um, a Thai style curry and Cuban mojo. Um, their their pork rinds are positioned as like a better pork rind option because they have less sodium compared to tra- traditional pork rinds, and they're also fried in sunflower oil. Um, but I talked with them about how keto has really impacted pork interest in pork rinds because they're very very low carb um, and people apparently use them as like a breadcrumb substitute or in recipes and things like that so the keto trend apparently has really put some fire beneath pork rind industry that's great that is a lot of keto stuff that is a lot of keto stuff well thank you so much for joining me today is there any last thing you want to talk about before we go okay just one more thing okay yes and that's it bring it so we all know that like cbd was like there it's the ingredient (laughs) right cbd was kind of all over the place whether you saw it everywhere or you was in discussions like cbd is kind of like the big thing and um i just saw one thing that really caught my eye was an ingredient called pure form cbd and it is made from uh citrus terpenes so it doesn't come from hemp it doesn't come from marijuana and it's considered a bioidentical cbd ingredient Huh. So, uh, so there's CBD in oranges. Is that what you're telling me? That's what that's what this says. That's what okay. This I I don't know much about it. It's the first time I'd ever seen it or heard yeah. it. I came across it, and um, I just thought it was interesting. I think it's one of those like, let's see what happens with the CBD industry because I know that that is a topic of discussion is whether you can get CBD um, from other products mm-hmm. from other sources other than hemp so just an interesting that's note. interesting it was an ingredient supplier or a finished mm-hmm. product or an it ingredient was an ingredient supplier and they position it seems like they position the product i don't know a ton about the company or the product but it seems like they position it for uh like topical and beauty applications which ah. i've heard um cbd could that could be an ideal avenue for cbd isolate ingredients Um, Because you're not getting any of, like, the sticky kind of residues and stuff from, like, a a full-spectrum hemp extract. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, how interesting. We'll see what happens uh, with, uh, I mean, CBD is going to come in many forms. And uh, we'll see if it comes from oranges and if that that takes off. (laughs) We shall. If not, I'm sure oranges will still have their place in the juice aisle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they're not going anywhere. I'm sure there's no concern for that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Rachel. And Thanks, for Sandy. being a set of eyes and ears on the, the Expo Hall trade show floor. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a blast. Are you still wooing? I am still wooing. Okay. Woohoo! <laughs> for more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast hit subscribe to never miss an episode to join the conversation about the supplement industry leave a comment on the podcast's twitter facebook or soundcloud accounts this episode has been brought to you by supply site east april 9 through 10 in secaucus new jersey